Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, January 31st, 2012. And even though... We're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. My hair's too long now, the earphones keep slipping off my head. You're gonna have to get yourself a new do. They're like great big slippery ear mitts. That's gross. Maybe yeah, you that wash, is kinda maybe gross. Maybe you should wash your hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just that the hair is, is very frictionless to begin with. It's sure. not because it's great. Shut up. <laughs> I don't have to defend myself. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid you've done do. nothing wrong. Gesundheit. Well, if you've got done nothing wrong, then you've got nothing to be afraid of. That's what they always say. Yeah. It's like yes. Well, we then you won't don't. mind cooperating yeah. with us, will you? You wouldn't let us mind. You wouldn't mind letting us tear your house apart, would you? <laughs> if would you've you? got nothing to hide. You've got nothing to hide. It, Francois, if that is your real name. Speaking of uh, uh, government behaving like that, uh, yesterday uh, I uh, I went down to the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. I drove down there because I'm I'm uh, trying to get I'm trying to get this huge bond that. Uh, Shit! I forgot my cell phone. Well, you're gonna need that. I am gonna need that. Really? Or can yeah, we do without it? Yeah, I really it? forgot my. Oh, uh, one day we get out on fucking dime. I know. I oh, know. Jesus I'm sorry. Christ! I'm sorry. Please don't hate me. Well, that's nothing to do with hate. Sure, you say that now. A couple <laughs> more times like this, you might start hating me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I knew that was going to happen, too. we got to be on time. I know. We have you know to be on time. Was? You know what the problem was? You know what the problem was? You, you're going to you provide some excuse for me? Yeah. I'm well, not going to buy an it excuse. anyway. It's not an excuse. It still uh, falls on my own ignorance. Or not ignorance, but forgetfulness. Yeah. Um, but what happened was is I fell asleep with Sam last night, just like conked out, and I didn't plug in my phone, and it was dying. And and so when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, shit, well, I got an hour before we leave. It'll have time to charge. So I plugged it in, and then I thought, uh, if I'm going to have to leave it down here, I'm going to forget it. And then I did. Do you see how when I don't interrupt you when you're telling a story like that, it just gets thinner and thinner? Oi. <laughs> I just learned that in my interrogating technique book. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you just let uh, you just let the person oh, dig you let himself a dick grave. talk and dig themselves up a great big hole, and you collaborate with it. And you go, oh, I know, I know, I know. That's I hate when that happens. Stuff like that happens to me. Yeah. No, I've had challenges like that in the morning myself, <laughs> and then they just dig them to keep digging themselves. That's really yeah. interesting. Uh, your technique. You're gonna have to read that book, by the way. That's a great book. Okay. Lie spotting. Lie spotting. Yeah. Yep. That's next on my roster. Yeah. I'm going to actually have to, I'm going to read it again. Because, you know, the first time you're reading through, it's a lot of new information. Right. And to to use some of these techniques, you got to sort of assimilate the knowledge. Right. And some of it's got to become a little bit natural. And I will say that I assimilate do. Assimilate like the Borg. Yes. Just like the Borg. 
Resistance is futile. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have, uh, but I'm already using some of the techniques, and it's really useful. You can really, it really helps you identify people's lies. Lies. <laughs> uh -oh. All right, got it. Everything right in your modern world now. Everything's right in my modern world. Very good then. Except that my phone didn't have time to fully charge. Well, oh, it'd be all right. Yeah. You can, I have a charger at the store. I know you do. Uh, and I may employ the use of that. Yes, by all means, feel free. Uh, so yeah, so I I had a I so I was picking up a bond, you know, to to get out of this, to be let out of jail, out of detention. Right. My good buddy Satoshi. Oh. Uh, had to post a a huge bond. Yes. A phenomenal huge bond. And the first thing that occurred to me when he posted that bond was, how does a man come up with that much money in such a short amount of time? Right. But he did. Huh. And, uh, you know, because this is a guy who lives off the fat of the land. Right. I mean, he's never got a sue. Right. I shouldn't say never, but, you know, he is not a spendy dude. Sure. He's very, very frugal. Well, that could be. I mean, like... If he gets the occasional odd job here and there. Uh, anyway, I mean, I, I just don't know how he supports himself, but all of a sudden, bam, he's got a big, big bucket of cash. Anyway, so he hands it over to the uh, federal government in Batavia, New York. Okay. They post his bond, and the deal is <clears throat> he's agreed to the judge that he'll go back Straight back to Japan. Right. And they will drop the charges. Okay, so meaning he can come back. Uh, meaning he can come back in 10 years. Oh, so not really completely dropping the no, charges. No, he still violated his, uh, violated his visa. Okay. Uh, but there was some other new Homeland Security bullshit law that they... They weren't going to convict him with being a terrorist. Right. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, or whatever it was. Right. So anyway, so he takes the deal. High treason. He, oh, I guess the thing is he could fight. Right. He could fight it and try to stay here. Right. But if he fights it, it can cost him, and then he can be deported, and then they hold other charges against him, and then all of a sudden it gets very complicated. <laughs> it's, suffice it to say that the government was using all of the uh, arrows in its quiver to convince him that it would be less hassle for him if he just accepted a voluntary departure. Right. And uh, went back to Japan. Right. So, uh, which is what the government likes to do. They like to get their way. So they tell you, if you don't do things our way, uh, the skies will open. The, the, yeah, the earth will open and swallow and you Armageddon whole. Armageddon shall rain solely upon you. Right, exactly. And you can be sure that they'll try their best to make that happen. Right. That's just the love of government. <laughs> so uh, that's the way they love. Tough love. Tough love. Tough love. Um, so, so he agrees because they convince him that to make any other effort would be futile sure. because they're kind of like the board. Okay. And... So he he posts his bond and but and they have to let him out because he's got to go to New York and he's got to get his travel documents arranged you know with the Japanese consulate and he's got to get 
you know, airplane tickets and, you know, I mean, there's stuff to do. You can't do that from inside a detention facility. Right. Unless you have a really good lawyer. Yeah, and he didn't. He had a weak lawyer, in my opinion, my estimation. But, okay. I mean, the guy wasn't horrible, but... He clearly was not trying hard. You know, it was not his top priority, and understandably so. Anyway, so, and and Satoshi, you know, had legitimately overstayed his visa. And uh, although he took no social services, you know, he broke his arm once. He got hit by a car. Yeah. And I broke his arm. Right. And went to the hospital, and they, they uh, fixed him up. Right. And he paid him in full. Jesus. Paid him in full. Exactly. Why? I so, like this guy's moxie. So, what, but the thing is, is he's not a drain on society. He is not in any way uh, harmful to these great United States. Right. Not in any way. He's not a threat. He's not harmful. He's not a leech. Right. He, you know, he just wants to live here. Right. So anyway, so they catch him overstaying his visa, uh, bam, uh, and and now so he goes to New York. I, I book him a youth hostel in New York, and you know get him, I help him because he still has trouble. He can't use the phone and doesn't know how to use the phone because he's just been living off the fat of the land, right? So right. he doesn't know how to use the phone. He doesn't know how to use the he knows how to use the internet for email, but not much more. But so precious little else. Yeah, so we get him all set up. That, uh, that, what What's going on what? back there? What do you need? What's up, Sammy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Douche. He wants juice. Oh, I thought but he was calling you a him. douche. No. Or a it's douche. <laughs> you're, Daddy, you're a douche. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to hear those words, son. It's what every father lives for. <laughs> Uh, so, uh... So he posts his bond. Anyway, now he's... now, And he can't get it back until he proves he's in Japan. Right. So that's the deal. You prove you're in Japan... You get your bond back. Uh, you get your bond back. So, but it's not easy to prove you're in Japan. Right. You know? So... You can't just take pictures of yourself? Uh, yeah, I know, next to Mount Fuji or something. Yeah. <laughs> With Mount Fuji Thumbs in the background. Up, yeah. <laughs> right, I know. Uh, so I suggested he go to the American... It's like, we were going to believe you, but the Mickey Mouse cap was too much. It just <laughs> didn't, didn't ring true. I, I, it was, uh, it was J Japan, Japan, Asia, Disney. Yeah. Anyway, so he... Uh, I don't know. So he, uh, for all we know, it's the Epcot Center Japan Pavilion. So he, uh, with a life-size, with a, with a green screen and a picture of Mount Fuji in the background. Yeah. Anyway, so he, uh, he he contacts me by email, and he says, so I'm here. How do I get my bond back? Right. And I'm like, dude, I don't work for, you know, immigration. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. And so, I, but I contact them, and I find out, and I get all the info. And uh, I suggest before that that he goes to the American consulate right. or, or embassy and uh, and... Tell them I'm here. Right. Give me my money back. Right. Uh, but they behave like douchebags and they don't help him out. Okay. That sounds uh, about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. And uh, so he, uh, so he contacts me and says they they kicked me out. 
Seriously? <laughs> well, kind of. Kind of. They said, this place is for American citizens. Get the hell out of here. Huh. So that's how that works. Nice. Uh, so anyway, he. so I get him the information, and he's got to... You know, he's got to find his original form of posting the bond. He's got to find the a release, which they've sent to me, so I have that, so that's fine. Right. And he's got to fill out two or three other forms, and they have to be notarized in Japan. Okay. So, you know, J- Japan, Japanese notary to prove that you're over in Japan. Okay. And, uh... And the only Japanese notary <laughs> well, lives on a mountain. <laughs> well, it's almost like that. In, because uh, what's, a, it's not uh, like, what's his hometown? Uh, Hokkaido. Hokkaido. Lives on a mountain in Hokkaido. Um, only accessible till this point by Tibetan monks. <laughs> well, it's almost uh, it's almost like that. Okay. Uh, but it's... Because, it, you know, here you just go to the bank and there's notaries everywhere. They're like... Uh, uh, they're like uh, cougars at a bar. They're they're just they're yeah. littered. Oh, the place man. is littered with them. I, I mean, like you you can't swing a dead chinook without hitting a, a notary. <laughs> in this, in this exactly. So you know, I go I go into the bank and it was kind of a slow day and they're fighting over. Who gets I know the, like three notaries personally. Exactly. So I went into the bank yesterday to get the thing notarized because I had to get some stuff notarized. Sure. And uh, they were fighting over who got to notarize my yeah. thing. There were so many of them just loitering about. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they were very helpful and very nice. I shouldn't uh, disparage the notary's public. But there were a lot of them there. Right. And uh, so anyway, so I'm trying to – so Satoshi has no idea what a notary is. Right. He has no idea, and I'm trying to explain it to him. Did you try and look uh, up the Japanese word for notary? I did, but you know, it's all characters, so I couldn't properly translate the character. Uh, right. Anyway, it was a It's night- a little stick man. Yeah. With it looks like he's got a hut or something. It's a, he no, looks, no, no, not a full house. He's a little. He hut. looks like a petty functionary, and he's yeah. about to make your life miserable. <laughs> you recognize that? So, uh, and indeed, that's what he is. Over there, he's worked for the government. He's not a. They have a. They have a bureau or whatever it is of official documents, or something like that. And you got to go see the notary public there. Anyway, so he goes. He finally. I send it. He sends me the papers unnotarized, and I call uh, Department of Homeland Security and I say I have all the documents. And he says, "Is it notarized in Japan?" I say, "Nope." He doesn't even know what a notary is. And uh, the guy says, then it's going to be rejected, so you need to get it notarized. So I send him back. I send it back to Japan. He gets and I say, Satoshi, they will not accept it unless it's notarized, so you need to figure this one out. I'm sorry I can't help you, but right. you're going to have to figure this out. And so he finally figures it out, figures out what the, what a notary is, goes over. Hat. I know, I know. Is it St. Patrick's Day soon? or what, what's uh, the deal? On the 17th. Of oh. March, which we're not in. So yet. he's getting a jump on it. Yep. <clears throat> um, okay, he's quite the leprechaun. Yeah. So. Oh shit! Go back. We gotta catch him. I'm not going anywhere. Right. We're late. I'm just saying, we catch a leprechaun. We uh, might oh, not have to go to get work a pot, anymore. get a pot of gold. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think he's do. I think he's a leprechaun decoy. Yeah. Because he was a little big. <laughs> yeah. Just loitering around. I was the told. real leprechaun was like overdoing <laughs> right. something else. Exactly. Well, the leprechaun decoy yeah. draws the fire. It looked like if you caught him, he'd be like, "Ha ha! I'm not the leprechaun." <laughs> yeah, look, we'll see. We'll see who's caught who. 
Um, because <laughs> he looks like he might want to drink and fight and drink and fight and drink and fight. Yeah. Or drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. Yep. If he sees a pretty girl, you think he'll sleep with her tonight? Yeah, probably. All right. Uh, whether she lets him or not. Ooh. Uh, that, uh, that went dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, so he finally okay. figures out what a notary is. He goes and gets the papers notarized. Pain in the ass? He said, oh, well, he said, he wrote me a letter with a thing, and it said, uh, I was, I was, I went into the notary to get it notarized, and he said he was a government official, and he made me read him in detail what the paper said. Right. And uh, when he learned what the paper said, he became slimy. Like, uh, you petty, you know, criminal abroad and, you know, just like uh, getting all smug on him for, for being, uh, for being a, a fugitive. Oh, I see. Anyway, so, he, and he didn't like that very much. And I wrote him back a note uh, saying, uh, I'm sure he was just happy to meet a partner in crime. So, <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, I, I got the papers all notarized, everything's good. I think I got all the papers in order to go get him his money back. Right. But I'm not 100% sure, so I thought... I, I had called Department of Homeland Security the time before, and uh, they sort of dismissed me pretty quickly. So I thought, well, I'll just go over... Because it's just down... It's will, in Williston. Yeah, I will show up in person. Yeah, it's it's right in the same complex as Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Ma, do, who are you looking for? Did you see your mama? I don't think she's around right now. Nope. But we're going to see her any second. Yeah. Ooh, skunk. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll go there in person. Yeah, so I'll just go on over. They won't be able to ignore me. Yeah, I'll just yeah. go on over. I'll make sure I have everything properly done. <sighs> sure. Because if I have to go get it notarized for my portion. That'll be a bitch. I'll do it. I'll go okay. get it notarized. It doesn't cost anything here, so. Not only does it doesn't. Not only does it not cost anything, you could pr probably walk to any place. bank and yeah, yeah exactly. Well, so, I mean, like from anywhere in Vermont, I think you could walk. To except that I think banks do it free for their customers. Well, banks do it free for their customers, and I think you can get them notarized at the town hall too for free. Right. Anyway, but I was out in Williston, so who knows where the hell they go? So I'm out in Williston. Well, there's a TD Bank right out there. Just for the record. Maybe your bank is out there. Maybe. No, it's I, pretty big. Maybe. It's hard to miss. I, I didn't see it. All right. So I'm out at Texas Roadhouse, and uh, and the Department of Homeland Security building is there, and, and it's there's no sign on it. Of course. There's no sign on oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 because all the all the cars are parked out front, though. Yeah, yeah but all the... All the security and cars. they all say, like, field operations and stuff like that. Right, right yeah. So I know I'm at the right place, and I... And I have gotten the address from the internet. Right. So I knew I was at the right place and I got to the building and it's about four o'clock, three thirty three thirty. Right. And I the minute I got out of my car, I went and drove around and parked in there. And the minute I got out of my car, I'm starting to feel like I'm in sort of nineteen sixties Russian spy novel. Right. Because it's this completely un... Some guy's watching you from the window. Probably. By the blinds. Probably. I mean, I, there was cameras all over the place. Right. So so uh, I get out, and, and there's cars it's parked. It's a good there's, thing you weren't wearing your beard and towel that day. I know. 
There's a there's a, if I hadn't just washed my hair or something right, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, been a few days late with the shave. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so I get out and I I you know I got my documents all with me and I I park down in there and and there's lots of cars you know it's full of cars full of both you know like uh, official vehicles and also full of people's cars and stuff like that. Sure. There's lights on in the buildings and stuff like that. It, but it is a non completely nondescript building. No yeah. signs and no markings on the doors. Right. So I go inside, and again, no signs, no markings on the doors. Okay. So I don't really know where to go. You know, you ever walk into an office building, and they don't have anything labeled, and there's no directory, and you're like, yeah. what the, where do I go? They don't even have a little guy by the door? He's no kind of guy, no... No, no there's desk. doors, and each door has a, like a sliver window, you know, one of those narrow windows. Right. I gotta get into the 189, right? Yep. Uh, so there's, uh, you know, narrow, those narrow windows, and I can see inside, but I don't see anybody. But they've got the little intercom. Yeah. With a, and there's about three or four doors like that. None of them with any labels on the doors. Right. And you, and each intercom has. Uh, a camera. Okay. And then, does it have a name or anything? No, like there's that? nothing on it. There's like a number, 503, on the door. I, I'm looking for number 503? I, I have no idea. I don't know Do what I'm... Do they give you guys numbers? I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for some receptionist at the, you right. know... the Secretary. The Homeland, Department of Homeland Security, which is apparently where they keep these bonds. Right. <laughs> so, uh... You know what you should have done? Is you should have called up, you know, because he called and spoke to them before. Uh, okay, sorry, hold on, I gotta respond to a, a text message from my baby mama. Okay, so, uh, so you got no info. So there's, well, there's nothing. I can't find. I can't see anybody. Like oh, I'm looking through the. Should have done. Oh yeah, you should have called up. Should have called the number and seen which one of the people in the offices picked up I their phone. I couldn't see anybody. There was nobody in there. You couldn't get a bead on anybody in there. I couldn't see anybody. I saw some shadows moving once. I think but at that point I start in the middle of the hallway just going, <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I was, I was, I, I hit the buzzer, <laughs> even though I wasn't, attention. I hit one of the buzzers, the first buzzer there that presented itself to me. Right. And I kind of walked around, you know, to see if there was another door that said reception here or, right. you know, welcome to Homeland Security or something. <laughs> yeah, welcome. <laughs> well, whatever, you know, or, you know, fuck Get you. Get the fuck that, out of Homeland yeah, Security. Exactly. Something that identified the building as something, any, right. or somebody sitting at a desk who might be answering phones or I, anything I'm looking for. Right. Nothing. So I go back to the first door past the elevator, which says nothing and has no directory and anything like that. <clears throat> and I, and I, uh, I'm, I don't want to get into the elevator because I'm starting to get a little creeped out. Right. And I mean, it really is. It's like a front building. Right. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, I feel like uh, Sean Penn and Falcon of the Snowman just wandering out in front of the building there. You know, right. with them looking at me through the cameras. I have no idea what's going on. Okay. And. Uh, but I'm pretty sure someone's looking at me. Okay. But I have no. Somebody idea. sees me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get, drop you at your mama's. So, so somebody, I'm pretty sure somebody sees me, but nobody's responding, and I got, you know, Jesus Christ, you know. But it really was. It was 
weird. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard a building so quiet in all my life. Right. And at 3.30 in the afternoon. Right. Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> not a, as a door not a living not a, busy not a living soul I think it's a front business I think they're running drugs out of the back of it or something yeah. I don't know what's going on serious accusation mister yeah I can't back it up either <laughs> uh, so uh, but I don't think I'll be disparaging their character so I don't think they can charge me with slander okay because I don't think anyone's taking me seriously but it was what, weird what this being a comedy show well, yeah sure you can call it that. But I don't think Nobody else does. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think uh but nobody came. So I just I wandered around. I felt like I said, you know, I should really moon these guys. Yeah. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah. But I figured that might draw some unreasonable attention. Right. So uh so I just got out of there. I left. I, I went went back with my tail between my legs. I'm gonna call them today. And see if I can't figure the damn thing out. I hate that. I hate <laughs> like, that, like, I don't know where I am or where I'm supposed to be feeling. You know, like, you've I mean, made it's this, a government made office. very confusing and scary for me. Uh, you know, it, but it's so government. But, but yeah, but the, I, I don't like that feeling anywhere. Like, for instance, when we went to go buy my car, right? Right. There's no, the, it, it's a huge building. Where am I going? That by all the these way? places. Is this straight, the right place? Yep, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a huge building, and it's got, like, three different things in it, you know? Right, right, but th- right. But the entrance to one part of the building is completely different from an entrance to another part of the building, so I kind of wander in, I'm like... And they're looking. not labeled. The doors are not oh, labeled. Oh, nothing was labeled, nothing was, like, I finally, <laughs> I stumbled into what looked like a reception for a car sales place, finally. But it wasn't it. But it wasn't it. It was, they were, they, they did something else there. <laughs> you know, they had an engine in the fucking lobby. It looked like the place. And he was like, no, 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 we just do repairs here. What you want is on the other side of the building, on a fucking side door that you can't even see from the place that you roll in. Unlabeled. Un- totally unlabeled. No arrows pointing towards it. No name above the door. Nothing. Behind a sign that nothing. says, beware of dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking... it's one thing when a private business is doing that. I think that, I had to wade to... through some barbed wire to get there. Yeah. It's one thing when a private business is doing that, and you think, well, you know, I guess they'll be gone in a year. Yeah. But it's an entirely different thing when the government, who you fucking have to rely on to do certain things, and deal with, pulls that shit. Right. Look, look, you don't want to deal with them just as much as they don't want to deal with you. Yeah, only they got the power, and I don't. Right. And I have to deal with them, and they don't have to deal with me. Right. Yeah. A little one-sided. Little the one-sided. little one-sided. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, it was uh, it was interesting. So now I got to call them up, and uh, they really did feel like it. It's feel felt like all these spy novels that I read. Yeah. <laughs> you know? the one, yeah, where you end up in the building that where nobody knows. We're not where it's supposed to be that building, but nobody's really in there. And right. and when you go there one day, it's all full of desks and business and stuff like that. And then, like, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna take you back. I was to, held right I, here, I, damn it! I, I'm gonna take you back to show you what I meant. Yeah. And it's all gonna be cleaned <laughs> they, out. They strapped me to the bed. It was right here. <laughs> it's, it's all gonna be cleaned out. Yeah. That's pretty funny. It'd be like, really? This is where you were talking about? And the doors will be swinging with no locks on them. Yeah. I'll be notes, I swear to God. Yeah, this abandoned building, clearly no one's ever been in for the past few years. That's 
You're you're desperately scrambling for a paper on the door or a paper on the floor. Something. And in the corner of the room, I see uh, a Department of Homeland Security cufflink. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. DHS. That's all it says on it. (laughs) Oh, that could be anything. Uh, all right. Well, Donald uh, Herbert Smith. Yes. Uh. So, yeah, you're going to your mama's place. All right. So uh, I think we're done the first half. Well, very good then. Let's get to work. Let's get to work. Okay, time to get serious. Yeah. Serious. Serious about comedy. What? I love it when people laugh at their own jokes. Uh, I am a stitch. What's up? Uh, Let's crack a lacking. That guy carrying bags full of dead bodies? I don't know. He looked like the dead body carrying type. Yeah, either that or something equally disturbing. What, like his groceries? I said equally disturbing. Uh, I don't know, like big bags of his own semen or something like that. Oh, Jesus Christ. I told really? you, disturbing. <laughs> Which one's more disturbing, a dead body or a big bag I'm going to go own? with the semen. Really? Yeah, yeah. you have to save it up for a long time to fill those bags. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Isn't that gross? <laughs> it's totally gross and disturbing. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, what's disturbing is that yeah, you would think of such perhaps things. Perhaps I should have said... Equally, if not more. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that better? So, how was your day? Awesome. Got a lot done. What you gonna go home and do? Play with my new fucking guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Just arrived. Super duper excited. Hagstrom Super Sweet. Super Sweet. Super Sweet. Cupid Sweet. I have a regular Sweet. Cupid Sweet. Yeah, my Sweet's not super. I got the Super Sweet. I got the regular Sweet. I wanna play him back to back. See what the difference is. Well, you're not going to get to tonight because I think I'm taking it with me. Oh, fuck all. <laughs> no, maybe I'll just take my. I'll take no, my. No, 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 I'll no. take my Schecter. No, 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 no. Take Schecter. Your, no, take, I'm taking my Schecter. Take your Hagstrom because Schecter. I'd want you playing the, the regular Hagstrom, and if you're going to take it off and take off with it anyway, then it might matter. as well take. Might as well take, take it. Take it. Fuck. I take fuck it. it. Take Whatever. It. Fuck what it. Abs? What abs? What <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to go out tonight, but uh. Michael's programming, and uh, that's pretty much it. I have no other friends. <laughs> well, you got your guitar. Uh, yeah, that's true. I could go out with my guitar, but... I'm not saying go out with your guitar. <laughs> it's hard to play pool with the guitar. Yeah, yeah I know. Those bang shots are really tough to make. <laughs> the guitar. Especially the way that my headstock's carved. Mm. It's all weird. Um, uh, yeah. Just hang out at home and fucking enjoy the simple things. I'm going to enjoy the simple things for a little while, but then around 9 or 10 o'clock I might get bored. With the simple things? Yeah. And uh, now my friend's trying to get serious about his job. Whatever. Really? All of a sudden he's getting serious about his job? Well, it's not that he... It's not that... Uh, Mike's trying to learn how to program apps for iPhones. That's okay. his... That's what he's doing. Okay. So he's learning the programming language. Yeah, and the getting, IDE for the... Right, yeah. and getting registered as an app programmer with Apple and all that stuff. Uh, and so that's what he's doing, and that leaves me to fend for myself. What uh, what apps does he want to program? Uh, I think he just wants to get a job 
uh, at some sort of development company or Program something. somebody else's apps. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if he wants to come up with them himself. I'm sure if he came up with one, you know, he'd... He would do it. Do it. Right. But, yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, I don't think it's that complicated. I don't think so either. Um, but I guess we'll find out. I hope so. You think he'll teach me how to do it once he knows? Yeah, absolutely he will. He loves teaching. Really? Yep. Because I wouldn't mind doing that. I'm sure he... I could do that. And I got. I actually have quite a few ideas for him. Oh, good. Actually, maybe you just get together with him and let, let's both make some money. By let's, I mean you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as how I'll have little to no part in this. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, Okay. We'll do that. Well, Alright then. I guess that's <laughs> yeah, the end of that discussion. Carry on. You guys do that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to be looking for something to do tonight. I texted Jeremy to see what he was up to, but he hasn't gotten back to me. And he has a girlfriend now, so that's pretty much the end of his... <laughs> His days of going out. Jeremy doesn't have a girlfriend? Jeremy does have a girlfriend. Does have a yeah. girlfriend. So yeah. he's not going out anymore? No, not much. Uh, well, wasn't that what he was going out for before, to find I a girlfriend? Did, pretty much. So, Did one of the ones he find, is that one of the ones who's now his girlfriend? Uh, Yes. Yep. Really? Yep. Uh, well, I think she's a friend of a friend, you know. It's, he kind of met her out, but, you know. But she was part of the inner circle already. Yeah, she. He, he met didn't her. scoop up a freshie. No, he knew some people who knew some people who knew her. You know. Right. And that's really how you meet the keepers. Really. Yeah, you don't go out to meet a girlfriend. You know, like to get a girlfriend. You go out to get laid. Ah, I see. Yeah, I see. You go out just to take the edge off. Yeah. Sure. And see, that's what girls don't don't seem to understand about guys. Guys understand. We go out to get laid. Well, what the hell are the girls thinking? I don't know. They're going. I mean, out they're out there. They're going out. Aren't for they going out? Like a girl will go out to do the laying. What? Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> to do the laying? Yes. You'd like to think so, and sometimes, but most of the time, they're out. Uh, I don't know. If they're out with their girlfriends or whatever. They just want to have a good time. And you know, it sucks because like some sometimes you'll get a group where some girls are out to do the laying and some oh. girls are oh, are out just to have a good time with their girlfriends yeah and uh boy do those groups clash at a certain point they you clash know? with each other they clash well they just clash all together because like you might okay so let's say there's a group of three girls one of them has a boyfriend okay. the other two are single and looking to meet a guy or something like that sure uh enter the two guys who are single and looking to meet some girls. Sure. Uh, they start getting Sounds on. Sounds like a match made in heaven. They start getting on with the two single girls, but the uh, girl with the boyfriend doesn't want to be abandoned. Oh, and her boyfriend's not there. No. I see. No. I see. Yeah. So she's got to sort of go home now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so what ends up happening is girl with a boyfriend ends up becoming a real bummer. You know, conversation. A cock block, if you uh, will. Uh, yes, it, and in the in the worst way, like a conversation ender, uh, a naysayer, uh, just every chance she gets, right there, blocking the cock. But 
Like, <laughs> like with the shield of a Captain Cock America. comes in for something. a landing? No. <laughs> no, no. She's no. waving him off with yeah. the red wand. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like a built-in chastity belt. Um, well, I mean, so, but it seems, I mean, that just seems to be the end of it. That's, it, the whole thing's pointless if that's the case. Well, yeah, and what ends up happening is you're like, all right, well, we're going to go to this place, and you guys should come too, but... But they don't. You won't. I mean, you can essentially just say, but you won't. Never mind. We'll see you later. And then all of a sudden, the, guy, the girls are like, <laughs> you've done two things. They're pissed off at you because you're kind of leaving, you know, because their friend's being a downer, and they're pissed off at their friend. Uh, who they're not, who they're never gonna invite out again. Right, right. Uh, and the circle. I don't really get that. How do you mean that being the, a negative the, Nancy? Do any of the, uh, do any of them ever, you know, uh, you know, break off the wing? Um. I say, all right, you guys go be sticks in the mud. I'm going with these dudes. I don't know. You know, it's rare. Girls. They both have something that you two lack. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The, uh. I think what usually happens is, no, girls like to stick together. It's weird. Like. So then, why are they even bothering talking to you? Why aren't they just like, uh, you know what? We're a girl night out. Once you sleep a slow. Uh. Sometimes they do. You know, I'm not saying that that you know it's always the oh, way okay. that where they always kind of, but they do like the attention and they like the company. You know, so there's an element of that. Well, one of them doesn't like the company. No, and she's the one who's going to be a pain in the ass all night. So get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like maybe it's just time for some number swapping and you move along. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's usually the way it works. And Michael's better at that. I don't even want their number. Yeah, I, I don't, don't even care. Know. That implies an obligation to call at some Right, point. yeah. Yeah, fuck that. My, maybe my, I'll see you out again and Michael's maybe a little I more, won't. Michael's a little more generous with that. Um, he, he tends to be a little more like, all right, well, give me your phone number. And, like, if you guys are still out in a little bit, you know, meaning, like, if you've ditched your friend... If she's gone home and you still want to hang out, crying, yeah, because you gave her some shit, right? Then, then here's here's our phone number. You give us a buzz, but for being Betty Buzzkill, yeah, negative Nancy, yes, malicious Margaret, Kathy Cockblocker. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's alliteration, but I don't think it's uh, they don't start with the same letter. It doesn't matter. Well, alliterative is the same phonetic sound. Alright, fine. They don't have to start with this. You win. I mean, am I wrong about that? Do I need to rethink my alliteration? Well, usually it's the two of the same letter. Well, I was spelling Kathy with a C. C C-A-T-H-Y. That's what I was going to say, if you're spelling it with a C. Never mind. You're good. Forget it. Forget I said anything. Just forget I said a goddamn thing. Done. Alright. So, anyway, yeah, that's usually how it works. Getting a lot of psychology out of this going out every once in a while now. Uh, well, here's something that'll totally fuck with your psyche. Okay. Uh, you're not going to want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you the story anyway. Oh, God. Because it's funny, and your mama gave me permission to talk about it. All right. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so. Oh, dear God. So, uh, what am I about to hear? Yeah, I know. It's going to be funny. So, uh, 
uh, you know, apparently, uh, your Kara and Ian yeah. gave your mom some like Tylenol vapor rub or something. Have you seen that vapor rub? Do you, sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's supposed to have aspirin in it or something, but it's topical. Okay. And I don't know if I like where this is going. <laughs> Please let this not lead where I think it's leading. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, okay. uh, uh, your mom's, uh, you know, going to bed and she puts some of that stuff on her back, I guess, or joints or something. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, so she does that. Okay. And uh, you know, then about uh, 15 minutes later, she's uh, uh, she's got to drain the reservoir. Okay. And uh, she, you know, does her business, and uh, but the she, you know, I don't know if you know, but up in the bathroom, up in my bathroom, yeah. Uh, oh God, that smells like skunk. Oof. Uh, or good weed. <laughs> um, anyway, up in my bathroom, we got that shitty one ply toilet paper. Yes. You know, so a finger pops through. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. It burns. No. It burns. <laughs> oh no. Oh Jesus. And I didn't even say a bad word. Oh wow. That is just too much. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> she was dancing around for about a half hour. Oh, that. that is unfortunate. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't even imagine. <laughs> but she was kind enough to come tell me the story so I could get a good chuckle That's, out of it. That was very kind of her. Yeah. Um, did you ever hear about the guy who... Uh, there was a comedian who does this whole bit about uh, the first time he tries anal sex with his girlfriend. And they were looking for lube. And all they had kicking around was paper up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so he first and last time. Well, apparently there was Vaseline on the on the nightstand or something like that, but he got confused and grabbed the wrong one. And you know, like it was dark, and he's like, "We're a little drunk," you know. And he's just he grabs a slather of it, and puts it on, <laughs> and he's like, "In about five minutes into it, just both in so much pain, just burning, like." Searing asshole, <laughs> dick, <laughs> just couldn't continue. Uh, uh, <laughs> I gotta find that bit and show it to you. Yeah, but it sounds made up. No, it's not made up. No, it's made up. No, it's for real. That's made up. Nope, it's for real. Too much detail. I don't like it when they sound made up. It goes into too much detail for it to sound, for it to be. I could make up lots of gory details about that, uh, but not piece it oh, together coppers. in a very in a very funny way. You know. That's what comedians do. They piece shit together in funny ways. Yeah, no. They take boring shit and make it interesting. This, this guy was a storyteller. And you think he was telling a true story. I, I think it was for real. <laughs> <laughs> the same, like, did you ever see the that, uh, oh, God, I wish I could remember his name, too. You know but there's no Santa Claus, right? I do, I do. Huh. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Of course I knew that. Oh what, were you, uh, what were you... Uh, I don't think you... <laughs> did you ever believe in Santa Claus? Me? No. Was there ever a moment? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to think of a moment when I really believed. 
I think even in school, other kids were like, you know, oh yeah, there's a Santa Claus, and I'm like, really? Guy, I don't have a chimney. How's that work? And they're like, well, he comes down, and they didn't really have a good answer for me, <laughs> you know. And so I was like, you don't get shit from him. That's how like, it works. I was like, build yourself a chimney. They're or like, you're well, screwed. he just comes through the front door, and I'm like, I think I'd notice if he came through the front door. You know what I mean? And sorry, uh, I don't know what happened there. Lost my attention. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, they would try and you know they'd try and be like, oh well, if uh, if he, you don't have a chimney, then he mad you know like the it magically turns into a regular firefly. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I'm not liking the physics behind it. Are the kids telling you really this bullshit? They're making up. They're extending their bullshit. Uh, well, you know their parents have had to lie to them to. So they become yeah. masterful at it. Well, I mean, the parent, you know, the kid all of a sudden one day thinks to himself, hey, well, we don't have a chimney. Where's Santa come and give the presents? You know, like, it's like, oh, well, the, the you know, that vent pipe in the in the roof? Well, uh, he squeezes, magically squeezes down that, and the radiator turns into a chimney. <laughs> and I mean, like, they have their ways. Uh... And the whole fucking thing's made up anyway, so what do so you... So might as well. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. Yeah, push it, no, Push no. it to the limit. Yeah, Santa pops off a bubble and comes off my ass. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, and... But I remember th always thinking, like, well, that... It doesn't make any sense, you know? And then there was a time when... Uh, there was a time, I think you guys showed us a video... Because you were trying to kind of, you guys never really perpetuated the myth, but I think mom wanted to do something, you know. And so you guys showed us a video that you'd taken. Remember when we had that giant video camera? Yeah. It was still fairly new, and so there was a video of like just some boots going by or something, and with like a bag of presents or something like that. And you guys showed that to us. You're making this up. I'm not making that up. And, uh, mom was kind of, well, is it Santa Claus? Maybe we don't know, you know? Like, there was, a, there was <laughs> Like there, your mom's Czechoslovakian now? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very like that, you know? Yeah, they don't, uh, don't know! We're it's just Santa wild Claus. and crazy parents! <laughs> who knows? It's not to be Santa Claus! <laughs> we don't know who it is! Uh, maybe your dad, maybe Santa Claus. Could be dad's boots, could be Santa Claus. We don't know. Uh, hard to say. Hard to say. I give you a real good deal on Santa Claus boots. Uh, <laughs> you walk out with them right now, half price. Um, but uh, but yeah, there was something like that, and then I was like, well, it's probably dad. <laughs> I don't even know if my mind made I can't even remember if my mind made the leap to like oh well clearly that's Santa Claus <laughs> you know I was like nah that must be dad I yeah. don't know and I don't think my mom's Czechoslovakian I can't remember I, you know what And you know why I say I never and why I can pretty confidently say uh, I never believed in Santa Claus is because I don't have that moment that other kids have where they found out that they didn't that there wasn't a Santa Claus. Right. Other kids who believed in Santa Claus had the moment when they were disillusioned, you know? 
they all have that, well, my friend one day just told, and you know, like I was being a dick about Santa Claus, and they just out and told me, you know, there is no Santa Claus, it's your parents, blah, blah, blah. And the, and the charade was exposed, you know? And I don't have any <laughs> of that. The veil was lifted. I don't have any of that. Uh, so I don't know if I ever thought there was a Santa Claus. Hmm. I mean, either I just, I maybe I thought there was, and then I sort of grew out of it naturally, or, you know, but I never had that moment where, like, uh, yeah, Timmy's, never old, had the Timmy, aha moment. Timmy, Timmy's older brother burst into the room and said, there is no Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny's a myth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Everything your parents told you was a lie, and they're not even really your parents. <laughs> they never loved you. <laughs> they're aliens from somewhere else. Yeah, that, uh, that never happened. You've placed in their care. That never happened, so. Well, that's good. Yeah, so I guess I, I either just never believed or I... Slowly, <laughs> and how about uh, it faded away. how about the Almighty? Uh, God? Yeah. I don't think I ever believed in God. That's not good. once, not even for a second. There might have been some moments when I was a really little kid where I thought, like, you know, like, and it, it was when I was like probably about eight or nine years old. I would kind of, you know, just I would wish for things in my sleep. I don't even know if you'd call it praying, but I'd be like, oh, if there is a God, please let him get me that Nintendo that I wanted. You know? I think you've confused him with Santa Claus. Right, exactly. Yeah. It would be stuff like that, but it would be like, uh, you know, if there is a God, uh, you know, let him open the door right now. Nothing would happen. Right. Uh, if there's a God, uh, when I wake up, There'll be a pile of money on my desk. And then I'd wake up, nothing there. And I'd be like, eh, no, all right, that's all the proof I needed. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's negative proof, right? So it's yeah, it's kind of, I mean, that's what all the, the Bible thumpers uh, like to say. They say, oh, you can't prove a negative. Right. Can't prove there isn't a God. So there must be one. It's like, no, I pretty much proved in my head that there isn't a God. And I did it fairly young. Got rid of that. And I know it must have been pretty young because there was a time where Angeli was going on her whole God kick. You remember that? Where she was believing in God? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. She had a whole like phase where she was just believing in God. Oh, no kidding. And at man. some point she grew out of it. Really? Yeah. And, and oh. I, I remember, you know, she was really young. And so I must have been, you know, I was six years older than her. And I was like... Really? She must have had a friend you who believe? was deeply into God. Probably, yeah. And so you don't think that shit up. No. And so, like, I kept trying to talk her out of it, and I'm and I was pretty young. So, I mean, I must have uh, I must have abandoned all hope of a God uh, when I was fairly. I think she asked young. me about it at a fairly young age. Yeah. And I kind of said, well, you know, I'm not sure I have the answer 100% because you can't prove something doesn't exist, but I don't believe, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I think I, got, I think I got rid of that. And I never believed in the Easter Bunny or anything like yeah, that. That was just a whole bunch of whatever. Some guy in a costume, clearly. Um, <laughs> Quick, here comes Jesus. Hide the egg. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Tooth Fairy, I remember being disillusioned about the Tooth Fairy. <clears throat> oh really? Well, I remember the exact moment where it came to me, and I asked you. I said, "Dad, Tooth Fairy's not real, uh, is he?" Like, or, or I said, "Dad, who's the Tooth Fairy really?" 
and you said, I'm, I could tell you, but if I do, the money stops coming. And I said, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all I needed to hear. <laughs> I knew who it was, and you didn't have to. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you, but if I do, no more dollar bills underneath the pillow. Your sister, I think, caught me. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, she caught me and immediately thought the tooth fairy had already been there and that I was there stealing her money. <laughs> that's what she thought? No, I don't, that's an A. Whitney Brown joke. But I do think she caught me. I do think... <laughs> that's a good joke. I know. Yeah, well uh, done, A. Whitney. Yeah, I know. He's funny. Uh, or should I say, the Whitney? He said he, he's telling the story about his father. He said, uh, uh, you know, I had a tooth under my pillow, and I woke up the next morning and saw my father's hand underneath the pillow. I immediately thought the tooth fairy had been there and that he was stealing my dollar. <laughs> so I bit him. <laughs> that night, I had two more teeth to put under the pillow. <laughs> That's a good joke. Huh? That's a great joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, no, she caught me, I think, and, and you know, said, Dad, you're the tooth fairy, aren't you? I said, last quarter you're getting. Yeah, last quarter. <laughs> I, uh, man, I don't know how I'm going to deal with all that with Sam now. Uh, because Rachel didn't want me breaking the news to Sam that, uh, you know, there was no Tooth Fairy and no, no You know, Santa you don't Claus have to break the news. Let him no, 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 no. I know, but I, I did say if he asked, I'm never going to lie. Well, fair enough. You know? And depending on how young he was, I wasn't going to necessarily give him a straight answer. You know? But that's... Like, I wasn't going to I was going to be like, oh, you know, Santa Claus is who Santa Claus is. And well, I mean, we handled Santa it. Claus thought, is what thought, Santa Claus does. I thought we handled it pretty well. Yeah. You know, because we said... I I remember getting a talk at a very young age about the spirit of Santa Claus. There you go. And yeah. that's how we played it. Yeah. And so we said, you know, it's just a thing we do for fun. Yeah. And, you know, if you if you go along... Yeah. You know, and you, you keep getting presents from it. Right. Exactly. Right. And, you know, and mainly, that was mainly more than anything, not to sort of ruin it for your siblings. Right. When they were especially young. Right. And uh but if you're gonna ask me straight out, I'm gonna tell you straight out. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh all that being said, believe in the daily ride. Yes, there is because, a daily ride. Because we do exist. There there is a daily ride. Um yeah. and for those of you who uh believe in Santa Claus, uh, carry on. Carry on. Carry on with that belief. Don't uh don't abandon it on our account. Yeah. Uh, we can't prove a negative. <laughs> we can't prove that Santa Claus doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we just stopped getting presents years ago, and we stopped believing. Right. <laughs> Not sure which came first. <laughs> right on. Right on. <laughs>